It's the Jeff Johnson Show, brought to you by OTE at ofthisearthglobal.com. Ofthisearthglobal.com. Clothing. Connection. OTE. Or as we say it right here in the South, hey, y'all. Hey, you know what time it is. It's time for another edition of the Jeff Johnson Show, a real, genuine, authentic podcast where I get to reconnect with the people and places and events of my hometown area, Charlotte, North Carolina. All right, everybody, let's get this week's show started off. First off, I would just want to say thank you to all the folks that have sent me emails and texts and different things like that concerning my battle with this COVID thing. I'm doing great, trying my best to get better, and I hope each and every one of you out there is safe as well. You're doing the things that you're supposed to, wearing your mask, keeping social distance, washing your hands, and sharing that information with each other. I truly thank you all for caring about me because I care about each and every one of you as well. This show is going to be kind of crazy, actually very different. I've had a lot of people say, man, you know, when you left and you went to Atlanta, um, you know, you got to meet a lot of people and talk to a lot of people, and we'd love to hear some of those interviews. Well, guess what? I've got those interviews coming up for you today on this show. One of them is with R&B legend Monica. I tell you, it was so nice meeting her and getting to talk to her. And we talked about an upcoming album and stuff. And you'll see, it's going to be really cool. And we're also talking with the folks at the High Museum concerning an exhibit that they had that I interviewed them on concerning the civil rights era. It's really neat. So sit back, relax, and get ready for some really good interviews. It's kind of like the best of Jeff Johnson interviews on the Jeff Johnson Show. Stick around. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. This is Jeff Johnson with an important message from the CDC about the coronavirus. You know, with the coronavirus still spreading, people at higher risk, they got to take extra precautions. You are at higher risk if you're over 65 or if you have any serious underlying medical conditions like chronic lung disease, heart disease, diabetes, or if you're going through cancer treatment. If you're at higher risk, it is essential that you take extra care to protect yourself. Stay six feet away from other people. I know it can be tough sometimes. Better yet, why don't you just stay at home? You can read, you can listen. You know, it's very important that you take this situation seriously. Visit coronavirus.gov for the latest information from the CDC. That's coronavirus.gov for the latest information. The Jeff Johnson Show cares about you and your family. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Join me right now as I interview Atlanta's own Monica, one of the strongest female voices in R&B and a really, really nice person. Monica on The Jeff Johnson Show. Last time we saw each other, boy, I was sweating out there screen on the green. That's right. That's right. But we had a good time. We had a wonderful time. They got a chance to view Big Mama's house and hang out and tell them about the show. And they had the best time. 
when you came up on stage, and Monica, that's something I want to just jump right into. Why are people attracted to you? It was amazing to me. When they played your music, people started dancing, and when you came out, they went ballistic. What is it about Monica that makes people feel good? They know that I'm just like them. I have everyday trials and tribulations. There's gonna be good with the bad, it's a part of life, but I think that my inner peace is something that I try to share with them most because they know about the things that have happened in my life, but now I tell them about how I made it through and how I live now by choice. And I tell them how who you used to be has mm -hmm. to be no reflection of who you can be or who you are at this point. So they just, we connect. My audience and I just connect on a totally different level and I'm very open and honest. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> when did you find out? When did you realize that this is what you wanted to do? You know, I'm still realizing. <laughs> it's hard. It, it, it's a challenge every single day. Right. I have two children. I have so many different things that are taking place throughout the day and sometimes you say, well, maybe. And then, you know, God will just tap me on the shoulders and say, yes, ma'am. Follow mm -hmm. these steps I've already ordered because I enjoy singing very much, but there's a whole political side to it too. <laughs> now, you know, your musical career has gone in a lot of different directions. Yes. What path is it on now? You know, I redirected it purposely. Last really? album, I put out a song first, the label put out a song first, and I was telling them to actually go with something different. And it was a great learning experience, nothing that I'm bitter about by any means, because it taught me to really follow my heart. And, you know, I was telling you when I saw you that day as well, that I feel if you trust your gut instinct, it's what your viewer, your listener, will actually be in agreement with. Mm -hmm. Anytime you step outside of what the true emotions are telling you to do, you usually make the wrong move. So we redirected things, and this is more like a soul record, like the one that I put out in 95, yeah. this thing was the yeah. very first one. So this is more like that. It seems like, to me, that things that happen in your life tend to come out through your music, is that true? Absolutely. Why? If you choose to share it. It's a conscious effort on my part. Mm -hmm. I think that you can relate to the music if it's real. No doubt. If it's not real, then there may be a lot of disconnects. You can dance, but there's no emotion. I want to always keep the emotion there. Oh, it's, it's there. I mean, and again, I go back to whenever you find somebody, regardless of where they are and who they are, that can evoke emotion, can evoke a feeling from people that they've never met before. Right. Then you've got something very special, and you obviously have that. Thank you. L let's talk a little bit about the single, Monica, set to air on Peachtree TV on mm -hmm. August 5th. Yes. What's that like working, uh, you know, here's your life. Here I am, world. I'm it out was there. unique. It was a very different experience. <laughs> oh, I bet. What and, was it like? You know, this is something else that I didn't think about as well. People ask me, um, the single, what does that mean? I mean the single for the album. There has to be a first single. Yeah, it does. So that's what it's about. Okay. And um, you get to see my children, my family, what I do in the process of making an album and how difficult it is to really find a single that will represent you well. After, you, after you've actually had 13 or 14 singles, five albums, it becomes hard to find records that say what you want them to say, but don't sound exactly what you've already done. Mm -hmm. So the process is hard. And there are some moments where your frustrations <laughs> reach the max you know there are some moments where you have to just come back and uh, apologize because things just come out in different sure. ways and we worked with some great producers Brian Cox uh, Stargate um, Missy is didn't actually get to make the show but we worked you know so there's so many things that it takes to make it happen sure. I wanted the viewers to see what it really takes and see how hard it really is you get a lot of, of 
of people that say, you know, I can sing like she does, or I want to be like that. I want to do that. What advice would you give to the young artists out there today that are trying to follow in your footsteps? You know, I would tell them to choose their own path. This industry is almost like being in the ocean. You have on a life vest, mm -mm. but it's not strapped. It could come <laughs> off. Welcome back to the show. And now my interview with my friend, Ken Ketchy on the Jeff Johnson show to the path of, you know, drugs, drinking or different. And I don't say that in a way to put down anybody right. who has. I say that to say if you've chosen your path first, then you don't let anybody pull you off of that course. Right. And this industry is one that is full of people pulling others off of their course. And that's even with your talent. If you like rock music, but R&B is popular, don't deviate from what it is you love. Stay the course. If you sing Christian, mm -hmm. do that. If mm -hmm. you do, so just do the best you. You know, you got do, the, do the best, be the best you that you can be. Where, where do you see yourself in 10 years? You know, <laughs> that's a hard one. I that's try not thing. to do a lot of predictions, but in 10 years, I would hope that I've, I've actually helped people to understand me as an artist, but also us as youth. We, we, we go through a lot. Yeah every single day. I'll be 28 this year, but I remember 18. I remember 15. I remember 12. I remember all the peer pressures. I remember all the hardships or just feeling like I wanted to give up and to get past that space. I'm hoping that people can see me and use me as an example. Instead of judging or condemning me, look at the things that have happened to me and take the good in that, the, the, the side of me coming out of that. Take that part and learn from it instead of using it to be so judgmental and, and be so hard because as artists, that's something that happens but if you look at the story within what's actually taking place you maybe can find ways to avoid some of the same pitfalls I'm not perfect I'm a human being and a, you are and a wonderful human being we've run Thank out of time you. but it's always good to see you absolutely and we cannot wait to see you on the show that's right August 5th 10 August 5th, p.m. Monica the single yes. on Peachtree TV thank you so thank much. you what a great interview with Monica Folks, we're going to be right back with more of The Jeff Johnson Show. Don't you dare go anywhere. Hey, folks, this is Jeff Johnson from The Jeff Johnson Show. Look, check me out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Check out my website at www.getjjnow. Tune into my podcast. Subscribe to my podcast. Thanks for being a part of The Jeff Johnson Show family. Now, let's get to our next interview. I did this interview with the High Museum of Art in Atlanta when they were focusing on civil rights with two new exhibits that included 200 photographs, and they were fantastic. The exhibit was called Road to Freedom, and they discussed important facts that happened during that time. Join me as I interview photographer Doris Derby and the exhibit's curator, Jeffrey Grove, on The Jeff Johnson Show. Welcome back, everybody. The High Museum of Art is focusing on the civil rights era in two new exhibits that include over 200 photographs, many of which have never been on public display. Road to Freedom focuses on events in the time period of 1956 to 1968, and after 1968 features works from 10 contemporary artists that examine the legacy of the civil rights movement. To discuss this important exhibit is curator of modern and contemporary art at the High Museum, Jeffrey Grove, and photographer and educator currently at Georgia State University, Dr. Doris Derby. Thank you both for being here. Thank, Thank you. you. Very excited about this exhibit and all the things that it represents. But Jeffrey, let's start with you and tell us a little bit about History Remixed, the, the, the History Remixed 
exhibitions at the High Museum of Art. Well, History Remixed is the term that we've given the two exhibitions right. together because they're about a relationship of the historical documents in Road to Freedom. It encompasses 12 years. And then the commissions that we organized by younger emerging artists who were born after 1968. So it's about this intergenerational dialogue. So, so this time period that, that it covers, why is this so important to get back out to people? Why is it so important to show them what happened? because we think that that history is being quickly erased and that many people should be aware of it and aren't as aware as they should be. And Atlanta, of course, being one of the cradles of the civil rights movement, so many of the important figures still living here, we thought it was very important for our museum to document that. Right. Now, you organized the companion exhibit um, after 1968, correct? How was that? What was that like putting that together? Is wild. I was working with <laughs> 10 young artists and we didn't know what they were going to do. We just invested in their vision. We trusted them. They've created amazing projects that interpret not only those materials but different types of ideas surrounding the civil rights movement and really how it's shaped their lives <laughs> as people, young people born after 1968 and enjoying a different kind of freedom than their parents did. Because I'm telling you, it, 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 is, it is truly powerful. All the, 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 the photography and the concepts and the ideas when you walk through there, you can see the people that are watching them. You can see their minds just expand while they watch this. And Dr. Derby, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the, the, the pictures themselves, the, 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 the photographs. First off, though, give us a little bit of background. Give our viewers some background on who you are and where you came from. Well, I came from New York City to uh, Mississippi, Jackson, Mississippi, to work in the civil rights movement as a teacher, an educator, uh, teaching an adult literacy project. And uh, I went for one year and I ended up staying for nine. And during that time, I did many different um, activities and programs, uh, initiating and being a part of the civil rights movement that was taking place in Mississippi primarily, and then sometimes uh, also in Georgia and Alabama. Um, it was uh, a wonderful uh, time of, of uh, productive uh, activity, uh, even though there were many bad things that happened. Oh, yeah. and, and, but it was a group that came together to try to wrong, right the wrongs that had been occurring in our country for so long. So um, there were so many young people uh, that were working in the civil rights movement, the old, the young, mm -hmm. the, the rural, the urban. Um, we were working to change things in terms of uh, the segregation, right. uh, the <coughs> uh, <coughs> excuse me, lack of uh, voting uh, privileges uh, for the black, uh, black community, uh, the, the housing, the poor housing, uh, the segregated schools, uh, the segregated bus stops, uh, bus stations, et cetera, all of that. Yeah. I mean, it, it is truly amazing when I see some of the, of the photos that you took and some of the other folks that have made all this, this work. Can you describe a few pieces of the work that you've done that might be interesting to our viewers? Well. Um, Many of the pieces that I did in terms of uh, photo, photojournalism uh, were related to the roles of women in the civil rights movement. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, a lot of times you don't see women depicted in so many of the roles that we played in the civil rights movement. It's the men that are up front. Right. <laughs> and I have pictures of the men too. Yes. However, uh, we needed to see that women were participating in empowerment activities. 
and uh, it was uh, political activities. They were um, organizers of cooperatives, uh, handcraft cooperatives, vegetable cooperatives, and these are areas that I worked in. And uh, the two photographs that I have in the exhibit uh, do reflect women, and uh, one is a, a photograph of uh, a nurse, and uh, her role mm -hmm. is being depicted in another one uh, with the vegetable co-op wow. organizers. Well, this is an awesome e exhibit. Jeffrey, what's the running dates of the exhibit? Um, the show runs through October 5th, so there'll be plenty of time for the school to be in session and right. visitors to come as families as well. You know, that's one thing that I saw when I was over there taking a look at this, a lot of kids. Is that important for you guys to get kids out there to be a part of this? It's extremely important. We have a lot of programs to bring children in and it's a great exhibition for families to see together. Let's give our viewers a website that they can go so they can get more information. Uh, please do that right now. www.hi.org. And that's it? That's it, that's all and, you need. And listen, when you come in there, what would you advise people? Don't come in with any preconceived notions, just what? I, I would say plenty of time. Yes, and I think um, be prepared with comfortable shoes to, <laughs> to walk around for about two or three hours because right. I mean, there are so many different photographs um, depicting all aspects of the civil rights movement. There's the violence, there's the, the Martin Luther King and the SELC and the students uh, and all the activities. There are even mug shots of the Freedom Riders. Yeah, oh, and that's an amazing I thing. Mean, that I mean, that was amazing. That. It and, really was. And it hits you right where it needs it to hit does. you. And I think it really does the trick. You guys have succeeded in your efforts. So thank you both for being here today to talk about this. Thanks thank very much. We do appreciate it. You know, I really enjoy interviewing folks, and that was a very enjoyable interview for me. And now, folks, here's something to think about. The biggest obstacle standing between you and anything you want is your lack of belief that you can have it. The biggest obstacle standing between you and anything you want is your lack of belief that you can have it. Once you truly believe it is possible, once you can see yourself doing it or being it or having it, the rest is just details. With belief plus the commitment to follow through and do whatever it takes, anything can be yours. Everything you need to get there is available to you right now. Nothing can hold you back once you have belief and commitment. You will find a way. You can do it. Thank you so much for being a part of the show this week. We've got a great show coming up next week, so make sure you join me for another edition of The Jeff Johnson Show, a real, genuine, authentic podcast from me to you. Have a great day. It's The Jeff Johnson Show, brought to you by OTE at ofthisearthglobal.com. Of this earth global .com. clothing connection OTE